Someone say bakash. Say bakash. Turn your Bibles with me. We are coming to a close with this particular subject for this month. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14. Jeremiah chapter 29 from 11 to 14. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me. I will listen to you. You will seek me. That is Bakash. And find me. When you search, that's Darash, for me, with all your heart, hallelujah, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I'll bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all, from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. I will bring you to a place from which I caused you to be carried away captive, amen says that when you seek for me, you will find me. And when you search for me with all your heart, you will find me. Hallelujah. Come with me to Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is popular scripture we all know. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he will save you from your, the foulest snare and from the perilous pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. Verse 5. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in, the, in darkness, nor destruction that lays waste in the noonday. A thousand shall fall to your side and ten thousand to your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes you shall look and see the reward of the wicked. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Hallelujah. The scripture here says that he who dwells, somebody say he who dwells. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The word that the Lord gave to us this year is that we have to make the secret place of the Most High our dwelling place. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The secret place where God is, must be our dwelling place. Must be the place that we live. Not the place we frequent or a place we visit. But the place where we are, our address is situated. I said to you the other day, when you commit a crime and the police is looking after you, sometimes they don't bother chasing you all over the place. They wait and in the middle of uh, at dawn, they come to your address. They come to your dwelling place because surely nine times out of ten, they'll find you at your dwelling place. Is that my commander? Commander Lisha. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. You just took my mind far away to some place in Ontario. <laughs> All right. Amen. So, if you have an address, nine times out of ten will find you at that place. Are you with me? So, God is saying to us that we have to make our dwelling place his secret place. Amen. That secret place of the most time must become our dwelling place. We must seek to get to uh, live at that place because when we live there, then obviously these blessings will come to us. He's going to be a refuge to us. A thousand may fall to the left and ten thousand to the right, but it will not come to our dwelling place. Why? Because we live in the secret place. Am I talking to somebody? 
with only our eyes we shall receive we shall see the reward of the wicked but it will not come near us it doesn't matter what the enemy throws at us it doesn't matter what the scientists develop to 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 kill a, a section of the world we will not be killed because we dwell in the secret place of the most high jesus promised us that when the time is getting near to the end perilous times will come Difficult times will come because men will be selfish. Amen. Men will try coming up with all different schemes. Up to now, we don't know who started uh, COVID-19. But definitely, we all agree that it started from somewhere. It was an experiment gone wrong. But nobody will admit. But they all know who did it. <laughs> Somebody says it was Prince. <laughs> Hallelujah. And guess what? It is not going to get any easier. It is not going to get any better. They are developing worse, worse things than, than COVID. Hallelujah. Yeah. They are developing worse things. I mean, if you are somebody who follows conspiracy theories, you won't be able to live. Somebody sent me a, a I don't know, like a little uh, message on my phone that they are trying to send, uh, what do you call it, medication that they are sending to the, some of the third world countries are f- laced with poison. You know, uh, that's why I say if you follow conspiracy theories, you will go mad. That's why as a Christian, you should not bother about who, whether to take vaccine or not to take vaccine, whether to be this or not. Dwell in the secret place of the Most High and you will be all right. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, because he who dwells in the secret place of, of the most shall abide under the shadow. You see, Satan cannot get to the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. Every hawk, every chicken, when the, the, the hawk is trying to catch the chicken, what do they do? They spread their wings and their baby chicks run and hide inside their the shadow, isn't it? They hide in the wings of, of, of the mother hand. And the mother hand just lies in a certain direction. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? And that is how you, you save yourself. See that he will save you from the foulest snare. All of us. We don't know what this year has for us. We don't know what Satan is planning for us. We don't know the accident that Satan is planning for us. I, I was, my friend called me, I haven't spoken to this guy over four years, and he called me out of the blue. And you know when somebody calls you, it's like, oh, hi, I'm calling to see how you are. And you haven't spoken to the person for four years, you know that, no. So we've exchanged pleasantries, and I'm waiting for, what, why did you call me? And he, he was, this guy is always busy, he's always working, he doesn't have time for God. If he's not working, he's drinking. If he's not drinking, he's working. He said one day he was working. He finished work, he went to sit at home, he was drinking. And he just got up to go to the kitchen. He got up, took one step. He couldn't move. That was 21st December. He only got discharged, I think, last week. Last week, they had to do a major surgery in his back. He was not sick. He just went to work, came. He was sitting on his, on his couch, drinking. He got up to go, took one step, and that was it. So you and I don't know what Satan is planning for us. Am I talking to somebody? You don't know the snare that has been set. You don't know the trap that has been set for you. But this one thing you must know is to have the secret place of the most high as your dwelling place because that is your only security. Am I talking to somebody? That is the only security we have. I knew Joel is back. When you hide under the wings of the Almighty, you are safe. As a little chick, if you can hide there, you are all right. No hawk will catch you. Amen. And you see, in that place, you have provision. 
Am I talking to somebody? Because when they, they are lying, the, the, the uh, hen will be pecking the little worm. So when he gets one, he just passes it. So your place of provision is the place of God's secret place. Listen, your, the arm of flesh will fail you. Bible says that curse is the one who relies or whose trust is in the arm of flesh. My friend, one step, that was it. The, the, the doctor said to me, you will not be able to work for the next three months. That's if you are lucky. I mean, when I went to see him and he's like, very strong man, he's working like this. He had the, you know, the, the Zimmer frame for the old people. That was what he was using. Walking around, strong, believing in himself, believing in his strength. Just 110. No, no, he's not sick. Nothing has happened. 110. He just turns and now he's holding a Zimmer frame. Can't walk. None of us know what is hiding in the corner. So it's best for us to take our security in God. I say it's best for us to take our security in God. If you take refuge in him, then you know that you're all right. Hallelujah. In this day and age, we cannot trust the, the system. We cannot trust the norm. We cannot trust the normal. One minute the government says that go to, uh, what do you call it? Go back to lo- uh, the office. The next minute, come to lockdown. The next minute, everybody should, should vaccine. The next uh, the vaccine is no good. Go and vaccine again. The next, see, we cannot trust the system. I don't think, major, about 89% of the people that live in the UK don't trust uh, Boris Johnson anymore. Anything he says, we don't... Nobody's listening. Am I the only one? Me, I don't trust what he says. I don't know about you. Amen. And if you cannot trust the, the, the head of the government, then who can you trust? Hallelujah. So we, we must strive to find the secret place of the Most High and dwell there. The, the, the scripture we read, it says that if you make the Lord, go back to Jeremiah 29. If I will be found, no, 13, give me 13. And you will seek me. The word to seek is bakash. It's a present continuous tense. Are you with me? Present continuous. The, the word search is an activity that has a time frame. Am I making sense? When you are searching for something, you don't search all your life. You start at the point and you end at the testing point. Are you with me? So, Darash is, a, is like a little uh, exercise in your seeking. But seeking is a present continuous thing. As a Christian, our lifestyle must be to seek present continuous. See, when you get born again, it's your first step into seeking after God. But it's not your only step. When you start coming to church, it is another step you have taken. But it's not your only step. Then you, 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 you get to uh, uh, get baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's another step. But it's not your only step. Then you begin to find your way around. You are now in church. You are established. Maybe you join a ministry. It's also another step in your quest for God. It is not your only step. You must keep moving, taking one step after the other. Till you die, we don't stop seeking after God. Am I talking to somebody? Till we die, we don't stop seeking after God. Seeking after God must be a lifestyle. Amen. It must be a lifestyle for you and I. And we talked about a few things that we are going to do in our order to seek and, uh, uh, God, isn't it? What was the first thing we talked about? 
your quiet time. How many remember? Don't joke with your quiet time. Number two, don't neglect the assembling of ourselves. You cannot see God successfully if you are not somebody who frequents the presence of God. If you don't go to the house of God, how can you seek? How can you know even how, where his presence is? Do you understand what I'm saying? You must not neglect the assembling of ourselves together. It must be a lifestyle to make the house of God as part of your, your daily, uh, your weekly routine. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. This year, don't have a, a, a sporadic and a, 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 what's the other word? Haphazard frequenting of the house of God. It's a hit and miss. No, 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 no. Make it a constant. Amen. It must not be a variable. It must be a constant. For, for those of you who don't know, uh, mathematics, we have two. You have a variable and a constant. Isn't it? In every equation, the constant must stay from the beginning of the equation to the end. It doesn't change. It's a constant. The variable will change. You know, you may lose your job. You may lose your uh, spouse. You may lose somebody. You may do. Those are variables. But the constant is God. Yeah. I said the constant is God. And God must be a constant factor in your life. Oh, am I, I preaching at all? God must be a constant factor. It's not if. God must never be if. If everything works, if I'm not working, if uh, uh, things were, uh, all things set as parables, all things being equal. No, no, with God, it's not all things being equal. Am I talking to somebody? With God, it is not all things being equal. Make it equal. Make it a constant. Are, are you understanding what I'm saying? No, no. I always tell my work colleagues that you cannot pay me more to neglect the house of God. Because I know I've, I've been doing this one, this thing for a while. David said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I know that the house of God, when I come, it's a key. I receive a key and that key will save me 25 years of hard labor. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. When you come to the house of God and you get one key, it saves you 25 years of doing double shift. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. See, the reason why we don't make God a constant is because we lack faith in God. Am I talking to somebody? And the Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. That is why God also leaves you. See, the thing I found about God is that if you are shady, God is more shady than you. There's a scripture that said, to the forward, I will show myself forward. Look for that scripture for me. To the forward, if you are somebody who is dodgy, God is more dodgy than you. <laughs> Find the scripture so I can show it that maybe they think I'm lying. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. With, no, no, give me the King James. The King James says that with the forward. And I'll explain the word forward. With the pure, thou will show thyself pure. With the forward, thou will show thyself forward. The word forward comes from the word fraud. How no fraud? 419. So with the 419, I, the Lord, will show myself 419. You know how we 419 uh, our tithe? We pay this month, two months we don't pay, then we pay another month, then another three months we don't pay, then we pay another month. Then we, that's, we are doing 419 to God. Listen, this is your scripture. With the 419 tither, I am more 419 than you. Hallelujah. 
with the one that is pure, I will show myself more than pure to you. Are you with me? You know the 419 type of uh, church member? One day I met a church member in the, in the supermarket. And I said, hey, I haven't seen you in three years. So, pastor, I am part of the church. She introduced me to her friend who was working. This is my pastor. I said, I haven't seen you in three years. I said, no, pastor. He said, oh, pastor, but you know my, my department now. I said, what is your department? I'm in the submarine department. We, we are under the water. We only come up now and again, but we are part of the church. So with the, with the submarine department of the church, God will also submarine himself. Forward means what? Disposed to disobedience and opposition. Consistently inconsistent. You know, in the church, we have the constant people, we have the occasional people, and we have the very rare people. Then we have the 31st night people. They are all part of the church. You only visit God 31st night. He also visits you only once a year. Hallelujah. David said that I have made a covenant with God. I make a covenant with God that I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever so that he will become my shepherd and I shall not want. That he will lead me beside still waters. He will order my steps. Hallelujah. Yeah. He will make me lie in green pastures. Do you know what it means to lie in green pastures? Let me give you a scenario of green pastures. Have you ever been to a, a very, very high class hotel and you're going to lie, you know, a sister hotel, you're going to lie in the bed and you look around the ambience of the hotel of the room you know, the hotel they don't have light on top of you shining in your, in your face the, the lights are hiding on the wall somewhere, it gives you cool as against being homeless and lying on the pavement says that he will make me lie down in green pastures and he restores my soul. Your soul cannot be restored when you are lying on the floor. Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm saying? So it's imperative that you and I we, 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 we make seeking God our mainstay. Amen. Today, I want to give you a few principles that we can use. A principle is, is a set of rules that can be applicable by anybody at any time. Amen. So, our quest or our search for God has a principle that we must follow. When we follow that principle, everything will line up. The first principle, principle number one, is humility and fasting. Principle number one is what? Oh, you don't like my message. Someone say humility and fasting. In 2 Chronicles 7, 40, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and bakash my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. In Colossians 3, 12, he says that, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Amen. There's a certain arrogance that we have that is not spoken about that God detests. 
How many know what I'm talking about? Jesus gave a parable in uh, Luke chapter 18. He says that two men went to the temple to pray. The Pharisees stood at one place and says, Lord, I thank you that I am not like all men, extortionists, unjust, you know, adulteress. Even like this guy who's standing in the corner, tax collector, thieves, 419 people. Listen, Lord, I fast twice a week by the grace of God. I pay my tithe. I even pay more than 10%. I pay beyond what I need. And the tax collector stood and would not even lift his head. And he beat his breast. And he said, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, both of them left the place. But one left more blessed and more justified. The one that was humble, God accepts. But the one that exalts himself, God rejects. Amen. Hallelujah. So 1 Peter 5, verse 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of the Lord that he will lift you up. Amen. On Wednesday, I was saying that one of the greatest signs of humility is fasting. And the second greatest sign of humility is prayer. How many know that the fact that you are praying means that you know you cannot do it by yourself? That's why you are praying. And because you believe that there is a higher power, there is a higher God that can answer and bring something that you cannot give yourself. Amen. Amen. I don't care how, how self-aware you are. When you are fasting and get to a place, you don't feel, feel like putting on makeup. Hello? You don't feel like doing your hair. How many know what I'm talking about? If you like, try the next, from this Sunday, don't eat till next Sunday. And <laughs> see whether you feel like doing, wake up in the morning and doing things to your face. Hello? Bible describes fasting as humbling yourself and making yourself a candidate for God to lift you up. Amen. I think it's James 4, 6. James chapter 4, verse 6. He gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. The one, you see, when somebody gives you grace, it means he gives you a favor that you don't deserve. Are you with me? So, let's say this is the secret place of the Most High. And you are here. Because you are fasting, you are around here, he just gives you grace. Has somebody picked you and put you, like you, are, you check into economy, and then the attendant just comes and says, oh, come, you come, pass here. I have promoted it to first class. I see it happening to you. Oh, the one who said amen will receive it. You see, it is grace. You don't deserve You haven't paid for first class. But somebody graced you. Unmerited favor was shown to you. He said, come, come, pass here, pass here. Then they put you in a place. Then you see the people who are staying in the car. They don't do chicken on beef. <laughs> you know, one class they come and ask chicken or beef. What betide you if you sleep? While they are doing chicken or beef, you sleep, you have that's it. You blink, you lose. By the time you realize you don't have food to eat, they will bring you crisps <laughs> and peanuts. But in first class, you tell them what you want. Hallelujah. So he gives more grace to the humble. Verse 7. Therefore, somebody say, therefore. 
Therefore, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. Submit yourself. It is time for us to submit ourselves. In fasting this year, make fasting a lifestyle. Every month we do, we fast the last week. Join the church to fast and pray. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Yeah. It, it is telling God that I am conscious that I don't know what is in the month ahead. So I am putting my life in your care, in your trust. Am I talking to somebody? Make it a principle that you humble yourself. Make it a principle that you will submit yourself to God. Make it a principle that you will present your request to God consistently. Amen. Number two, principle number two. Are you learning something? Be fervent and frequent in your prayer life. Amen. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Now when Daniel knew the writing was signed, he went home in his upper room with his windows open towards Jerusalem. He knelt down with his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before God as was his custom since early days. So since early days, his custom was to pray three times a day. In, the, in this uh, week of fasting, we've been praying two, two times a day. We pray in the morning at dawn from 5.30 to 7. And in the evening from half six to eight. Join. And not only when we are fasting, when it finishes, make it a lifestyle. Continue that you wake up early and pray. Amen. Amen. And in the evening you pray. Make, make it a frequent and a fervent thing that you do. A lifestyle choice. Amen. Hallelujah. Am, am I talking to somebody? Because see, when you are somebody who prays in the morning and the evening, it keeps God in your mind. Am I making sense? You retain God in your, in your thinking. If you can do it three times a, a, a day, that's even great. Because you do in the morning, at midday you pray. Or your lunchtime. We are starting lunchtime prayer in this place. And to be on Zoom, you can join. When it's your lunchtime, you can log in and pray. Hallelujah. Yeah. We are, we are gradually turning this house into a house of prayer. Amen. Amen. Because we need God, we need to seek and search the presence of God. And the only way to do it is to make prayer our lifestyle. Hallelujah. Yeah, very soon we'll add morning. We'll be doing morning, evening, uh, uh, morning, lunchtime, and evening. Join. All is welcome. Anybody is welcome. Join. We pray. Amen. How many have been blessed by the morning prayer? Yeah. And we have opened it on Zoom. It's the whole world. So people from Bahamas, people from South Africa, people from Australia, everywhere are joining. It's unfortunate that there are some sitting in this room who have never joined. Amen. Join. Amen. Listen to Colossians chapter 4 verse 12. Epaphras, who is one of you, a born servant of Christ, greets you, always laboring frequently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and be complete, complete in the will of in all the will of God. For I bear witness of him that he has great zeal for you and those who are in Laodicea and those in Herapolis. Amen. So make prayer a frequent thing you do. Amen. It's only charismatic Christians that don't have a prayer life. We are all de always depend on somebody else to pray for us. The Jews pray three times a day. The Muslims pray five times a day. How many times a day do we pray? Amen. Principle number three. Taking in the word. 
Make it a principle that you will take in the word of God. Amen. Taking in the word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. All these things which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk to them when you sit in the house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on your doorposts and on your house and on your gates. Hallelujah. Make the word of God. These days we have the word of God on our phones. Amen. Everywhere you have audio Bibles, you have audio books, you have everything. Make the word of God consistent. Amen. I feel when you come to your car, it's all sports. No, your team is always losing. Hallelujah. Okay. I won't say anything. I will not. I won't say anything. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate therein day and night. My friend, be careful. For it will make your way prosperous and give you what? Good success. When you make the word of God, Franka, you are about to go and sit at the back. When you make the word of God a consistent thing in your life, it will make you prosperous. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly or stands in the way of sinners or sits in the seat of scornfulness. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And his leaves will never ever wither. Hallelujah. And whatever he does shall prosper. But the unrighteous is not so. He is blown away like a chaff. Listen, the unrighteous works harder. The unrighteous does double shift, triple shifts, overtime. See, an army commander is going to fight. And God says that this book of the law shall not depart. What has an army commander got to do with the book of the law? Give him strategies. How he's going to conquer as he's going into... Uh, uh, battle as he's going to Jericho. He, 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 how is he going to strategize to take the because Jericho has walls and the walls are very high? How can he maneuver? God says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. He's giving a businessman advice. He says that don't stand in the way of sinners or sit with scorners, but let your delight be in the law of the Lord and meditate daily on it. And that thing will make your way prosperous. Hallelujah. Make the word. These days we have, we, we have a, a, what do you call it? A YouTube that you can listen to this message throughout the week. SoundCloud, podcasts, TikTok, all those things, they are there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Make it a light. Why am I going there to watch nonsense? The word of God is also there. Hallelujah. I said the word of God is also there. David said that thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Amen. For it will make your way prosperous and give you good success. Am I talking to somebody? The, the quickest way to abide under the shadow of the almighty is to make the word of God a constant in your life. A day must not go. 
pass that you don't hear the word of God. How many have subscribed to our, um, what do you call it, YouTube page? If you are not subscribed, please subscribe. Amen. Subscribe before the church, the service ends. So that any time you can hear the word of God. Whether you, you are in town or you are not in town. Whether you, you are at work or not. You can be in the, in the word of God. Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm saying? What principle are we on? Quickly. Principle number four. Repentance. Amen. In Luke 15.10, the Bible says, Likewise I say to you, therefore, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over a sinner that repents. Ezekiel 18.31 says that, Rid yourselves of all offenses you have committed. Get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, people of Israel? For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord. The sovereign, declares the sovereign Lord. Repent and live. Amen. Repent and live. Hallelujah. Let it become something that we do consistently. You know, to repent means to turn 180 degrees from it. Live a repented life. Amen. I say live a repented life. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to say, I say them no more. The things I used to see, I see them no more. There's a great change since I met God. Great change since I met God. Great change. Since I met God, great change. Since, since I, I met God, God, there's a great change. Since I met God, you see, but has your life changed? Or oh, you are still doing the things you used to do? Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. How can you have clean hands whilst you, you are soiling your hands consistently? Clean soil, clean soil, clean soil. Are you married? <laughs> he will mess his hand, then he'll give you his hands clean. When you clean, then you mess it again, say clean. Let us not be like that. Listen to what the prophet said. God said to the prophet in 1 Kings 21, 29. He said, have you noticed how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself, I will, bring, I will not bring disaster, this disaster in his day, but I will bring it on the house in the days of his son. King Ahab had committed a sin. And God said that, go and tell Ahab that he, you are, he's about to punish. God is about to punish him. When he went and told Ahab, Bible says that Ahab humbled himself and repented. And God said that because you have humbled yourself and repented, the punishment I was going to give you, I won't bring it on you anymore. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Number five, principle number five. <clears throat> obedience. Oh, I said obedience. Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice. Let us live lives of obedience. What the word of God says we must do, let's do it. Hallelujah. What he tells us to do, we must do. Where he sends, we will go. What he, what he says, 
Where he says we will go, what he says we will do. Never fear, only trust and obey. Trust and obey. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust Him. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still. Then all who will trust and obey, trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. There is no other way to abide in the secret place of the Most High unless we trust and obey. Unless we live lives of obedience. And it takes humility to obey. You see, everything is linked. You need to submit to obey. Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm saying? Become obedient to the word of God. You come to the house of God and the message is being... Don't say... Uh, pastor is preaching this because the other day somebody said something to him about me. That's why. No, 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 no. I'm sure if you have been in this church for a while, you don't know. I, you know I don't. I'm not that type of pastor. If you have done something foolish and I need to talk to you, I will haul you to my office and I deal with you. I won't come and prepare a message, come and preach about you to everybody. In case you don't come, what do I do? Then the message is fault. <laughs> no. And me, me, I'm not, I don't fear you. I don't fear you. So if I have to, I'll, I'll deal with you in chambers. Amen. Because. What did Georgina say? Some people like to tempt me. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Let me, let me go on quickly before I, get, I fall in the temptation. What, what, what number am I on? Number six. Georgina, see me after church. Principle number six. Perseverance. perseverance. Listen, to seek after God, it, it takes perseverance. You need to keep knocking. Remember the Lord said to the prophet Elijah, I'm sending rain. Go and tell Ahab that rain is coming. He goes and tells Ahab rain is coming. Then he goes to Mount Carmel and he puts his head in between his knees and begins to pray. And sends the servant, go and see whether there's any cloud. Servant goes and comes, there's no cloud. After a while, he sends him again, go and see. There's still no cloud. Third one, go and see. He comes, there's still no cloud. Fourth one, go and see. There's still no cloud. Fifth one, go and see. There's still no cloud. How many will give up after faith or six? Because each one takes about an hour. When he comes, after an hour, he sends him again. So you have been praying for seven hours. But you persist. How many know that in the gym, those who persevere are those who get... See, like the, the nine-day wonder gym people have stopped. They are about stopping now. By the 21st, some of them have already stopped. <laughs> you know, first, first, uh, what do you call it? January 1st, they are renewing their resolution. I'll be going to the gym. January uh, 7th, they go to Pure Gym and pay, subscribe for the whole year. 
Then they go. One week. Two weeks. By the 25th, I'll go next week. Then they start leaving gaps. Then by the time you realize that James subscription is somewhere, they are also somewhere. No consistency. No perseverance. Listen, in God, we need persistence. Amen. You need to persist. Just like with muscle training and weight training, you have to persist. With God, you have to persist. With prayer, you have to persist. With coming to church, you have to persist. How many know that it's not easy to wake this body up to come to church on a Sunday morning? How many know what I'm talking about? The weather is cold. All week you have been working. All week you've been under stress. This is the only day to lie in. And stretch your bones. The room is warm. Outside is cold. We are fasting. Your, 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 your mind will tell you that I'm going and then uh, you see the ashes with them. Sit, sit here. No, sit here. Sit here. Now, uh, if you are not perseverant and persistent and committed, you will not make it. As soon as you get the bus stop, there goes the bus. And then you are going like this. You have to stay the next 50, 50 minutes. Sunday, they come every, every 30 minutes. So I'll join on Zoom. I'll go and watch on video. Stop watching on video. It's not the same. Hallelujah. David said that I would rather be in the house of God than be anywhere else. Amen. Make a commitment that you persist. This year, 52 times in a year, I'll be in the church. Make a covenant. Next Sunday is a covenant Sunday. I don't know what you are believing God for, but next Sunday, come with your own personal covenant. Amen. And make a covenant with God. Make a vow. God, if you be with me, in this way that I go. I think it's Genesis 26. Jacob made a vow. God, if you be with me in this way that I go and you protect me and bring me back to this place, then the Lord God will be my God. And everything that God gives me, I will give a tenth to him. He made that vow when he had only a stick. In his hand. Amen. I think. Have you found it? Where is Pastor Sam? Why have you vacated your place? You are doing a job. Okay. You that you help me. We are sitting somewhere far. Have you found it? I think it's 18. 28. Put it up quickly. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I'm going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And the stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely pay my tithe to you. He made a vow that this year, if you'll be with me, you provide for me, then you'll be my God. And when you go, I think, two chapters down or something, he said that I crossed this Jordan with only a staff in my hand. Now look at me coming back with two companies. Hallelujah. Because of the vow. In this church, every, every last Sunday of January, we do a covenant Sunday, a Shiloh Sunday. Amen. You are believing God for marriage. You are believing God for your new house. You are believing God for your own business. Come on Sunday and come and make a vow. It's between you and God. How many have some things, needs that you are believing God for this year? 
Give me a wave. Yeah. We are going to be praying for it this year. And when you are coming on Sunday, please bring your own bottle of oil. We will pray over them and then you take it back home. And see if the God that answers by fire is not our God. Hallelujah. Last one. Principle number seven. What's the first principle? Sorry? Number two? Number three? Number four? Number five? Number six? Number seven? Okay. Number seven is being a blesser of others. Being a blesser of others. I was looking for a a right word. But being a conduit of God's blessing. How many understand that? Jesus said that it is more blessed to give than to receive. A lot of us, I think that we the pastors have caused that problem. We are always teaching about how God will bless. How God will bless you. How this is your year of blessing. So we all have made ourselves receivers and not givers. How many understand what I'm saying? In uh, Luke chapter uh, 6.38 Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down shaking together and run on, running over shall men put on your bosom for the measure with which you may meet with all is the same measure that will be given to you. When you make yourself a conduit of God's blessing, then you make yourself an instrument God can use. How many understand what I'm saying? When you make yourself somebody that God can use, then God just brings you closer. In Isaiah chapter 2, it says something there. It says that in the last days, God will, the, the, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of all the other mountains. And then people will come and say, come, let us go. You know, he, the, the guys will come and say, come, let us go to the house of of God to the house of Jacob that he will teach us his law. Amen. Those guys we are about to start a new ministry in this church. And that ministry is called PFN. So those are the guys. Amen. Go go back to, go back to verse 2. Many people shall come and say no 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 go to 2. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. Verse 3. Many people, someone say many people. Many people shall come and say, come, let us go to, up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his path. How blessed are the feet of them that preach the gospel. But how can they preach unless they are sent? Amen. So as we lead people to come to the house of God, we make ourselves candidates of God. Do you know that every father, every parent, the child that anytime you send goes, is the child you want close to you. How many know what I'm talking about? Or you don't know? Were you the child who, when they send you, don't go? I was a child who, when they said, my dad, my father would not even finish saying, and I'm I'm running. 
So every time he wants me by him. My other brother, when he call, and he they say, then they won't go. Hallelujah. So when we make ourselves the people that God can send, then God will entrust his presence with us. Stand to your feet.